Get ready to ignite your passion and unleash your inner innovator. Welcome to the Launch Podcast, the energizing show where we're breaking barriers, building dreams, and sparking positive change in the technology world. Join us on a thrilling ride through cutting-edge technology, visionary insights, and inspiring success stories. From entrepreneurs to founders, from executives to investors, this is your space to empower, create, and embrace the power of community. So buckle up, because together we're fueling the future of innovation here on the Launch Podcast. Let's rock this journey and light up the world of possibilities. Welcome to the Launch Podcast. We are at the uh, Next Idea Forbes fundraiser here in the Southern California startup community. We are just so excited about our next guest, who is the CEO and founder of Viper Girls. She has absolutely just driven expertise, business development, marketing strategy, leadership with her successful business. And we're really, really excited to connect her with our audience this afternoon. So let's say welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and to talk with you. So, so let's say for, for people who are just new to, our, new to Southern California community market, where you are and Viper Girls, can you just give a really quick sense about your background and, and what your sure. company does? Yeah, so I own Viper Girls. Um, we are a bespoke hospitality agency. We're based in LA. Our bread and butter is that we manage guest experience on behalf of brands, artists, celebrities, big events. So really what that means for anyone who's not in our space is that anytime you go to a big event, let's say Drake has a birthday, or let's say the ESPYs are hosting a red carpet, or the Golden Globes are on. When you get there, when you are getting checked in by somebody, when you're being walked to your table, when you're being handed a goodie bag, when you're meeting a promo model, any of those points of guest experience, that's my team. So we manage that on behalf of some of your biggest celebrities, your biggest brands, and we do it as an all-female team. So we're based in LA. We launched in 2016. And right now we're also rapidly expanding to Vegas. And then we have plans for Vegas and New York. I'm sorry, <laughs> Miami and New York after Vegas. So yeah, that's a little bit about us. And we are, like I said, we're an all-female team. And then also our entire executive team is made up of minorities, myself included. So uh, we're really big on on that as well. All right, so let's go there. The social impact, the societal impact, the community impact of your the makeup of your organization, right? The makeup of branding it as inclusion, diversity, yeah. female led and driven. Can you give us a sense of just hills that you climb, that the organization climbs to yeah. kind of push that message? I think the hardest part, you know, really as I've as I've scaled the business and what I've learned is that. It's where you start. You know, I didn't, I don't come from money. I come from really humble beginnings. My mom's an immigrant. Uh, we grew up in LA and I didn't have a ton of resources under my belt. I didn't go to college because it was really expensive. I was already working in high school. So I think something like one of the most difficult things to climb is like just getting in the room. You know, that was the hardest part for me in the beginning was just getting in the room. Because if you grew up with access and you grow up with resources and money, or even familiarity of how to act when you're in that room, you're already starting at an advantage. Uh, so being a minority, being a female, coming from humble beginnings, that was really difficult in the beginning. But something that I really believe is like, you know, we can, you can figure out anything. I truly believe that. So 
that's what I did. Like I would spend a lot of time reading. I would spend a lot of time like working on my relationships. And I honestly learned a lot of lessons the hard way just by trial and error. But yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's the biggest gap in my opinion when it comes to minorities or when it comes to women or anyone honestly playing at like a lesser advantage. I really think it's just the starting place. You're just starting from a lower spot, but you know, that doesn't mean you can't get there or anything like that. We'll try to. So you mentioned family background, but clearly there's like this inner motivation. You talk about the successes you're having here in the you know Los Angeles sort of geography and expanding and mm-hmm. the motivation behind it. And also just like what's driving you to just grow the business? Yeah, I honestly, first of all, I really love what I do, but I also just like love business in general. I think it's so fun. I love like being in your element and like finding flow in your work. So I really love that. Like I prefer this over, I don't know, like a social life or anything. Not that I don't have one, but I prefer it over things like that. So one, I enjoy it. But two, there was such a need for it in my space. So I, I started working in nightlife and hospitality in LA right out of high school. I just got a bunch of jobs in restaurants. So I was working like as a hostess in a couple of restaurants. And then I had this internship and immediately, like, I mean, this was, this was close to 10 years ago. I'm about to be 28 and I was 17 at the time. So, you know, the pay difference was huge. So back in the day, I don't know how nightclubs run anymore, but like as a female hostess working at the door, seating tables, you'd be offered like $12 an hour. And then they would hire these doormen to like stand at the door, run the door. And they would just say, okay, we'll just give you a thousand dollars spot. You know, it's only a couple hours you're working because nightlife in LA is a very short window. You know, people are going out at 10, 30, 11, the nightclubs close at two. So you don't have a lot of time to make a ton of money. So they'd be like, oh, you can have a thousand dollars. And then for me, when I first started out, they would like, oh, Celeste, can you cover him? Or can you come, can you train our new doorman? And I'm like, for $12 an hour, you're going to pay him a thousand dollars. And so at the beginning, I was like, that's so weird to me. But on that note, I really don't play by like the whole men, women disadvantage thing. I don't use that as like, a that's not like really my main fight. Um, it's just something that like, I think we accomplish on the way now as Viper grows. And, and even from the beginning, like we pay women really competitively, but I don't like strike to prove a point that like women are better or anything like that. It really has nothing to do with that. It's just the fact that like, we could have women in the space too. And Viper's really done that. So Viper has completely changed the landscape of LA nightlife and hospitality when it comes to guest experience. We have like replaced, not replaced, but like we have taken over, we made a name for ourselves. We're in super high demand with you know, these big brands and these big artists where previously you would have seen like just bouncers at the door, doormen at the door. Now you have a team of all these girls, you know, taking over that job and managing that guest experience. So I think it's just like a passion of mine. I really want girls to have that opportunity. But like I said, I really like to make this clear in my, whenever I talk is like, it doesn't come from this place of like resentment or anything like that. Like we work with men. Like I don't, (laughs) I don't have any sort of weird resentment towards them. So let's say we're going to have to have an entire podcast on what's transpired with Viper Girls over the last five years. But I want to just keep going back to your humble beginnings and thinking of you, you know, out of high school as an 18 year old host or hostess in a restaurant and where you are today. And, you know, for a lot of startups, for a lot of founders, you know, who are either studying at university or outside of university, they're struggling. There's a lot of uncertainty. And, their starting point that you've sort of really well, you know, well, you know, 
very well articulated is it's a lower point. It's not even necessarily in the room to even begin the conversation. What would you tell yourself looking back 10 years ago as an 18, 19 year old trying to find herself and also identify, you know, that sense of purpose and sort of, you know, where eventually you've obviously done incredibly, exceptionally well and accelerated. Like what would you tell yourself? Oh my God. I honestly wish that I would have known at that time. There's so much smoke and mirrors in this game and just in the world of business and just in like American capitalism as it is, like you think that the people at the top like know everything or you think they're so intimidating or you think that like they're at a higher level than you just because they exist at a, you know, at a higher pay grade or something like that. And it's so not true. And as I've scaled and as I've grown, I've really learned that like, honestly, everyone is just figuring out their next step. And we think, at least I thought when I was coming up, I was like, oh my God, everyone's watching me. Everyone's going to know if I fail because I'm putting myself out there. And it's like, that's also not true. Like we all think everyone is watching this all the time and they're really not. Everyone is so concerned with themselves. And even the people at the top, like whether they stand in your way or not, like it's not permanent, you know, like at the end of the day, everyone is so focused on themselves. And like, if you can be an asset to someone, that's great. And if you can't like keep it pushing, but I just wish I would have known like when I was younger that just because you do have these executives or you have people on top or you have people in the positions you want, like it doesn't mean that they know everything. It doesn't not, it doesn't mean that they've like cracked every single code, that there's no room for you, that you should be intimidated. It doesn't mean that at all. So I wish I wish I would have told my younger self that because I was really, really like intimidated. I always felt out of place, you know, growing up and being in that space. And that was something I learned. And then now I'm like very comfortable because like I said, I learned some lessons the hard way. But as I got as I got older and then as the, those rooms of people became my peers. I was like, oh my God, we, you're, you're figuring things out too. You know, we're all figuring things out. So I'm sadly looking at ways to wrap up our podcast because clearly <laughs> 20, 25 minutes of sharing your story is <laughs> not going to be close to being enough. But I want to just touch on what I feel with you is just this complete sense of autonomy this complete sense of passion that you kind of control where you're working and what you're working, when you're working. And that goes for the team as well. And I guess kind of calibrating of where you are today, your sense of purpose with Viper Girls, your sense of like contribution, the sense of growing the business. Like, what does it feel, honestly, today for you? <laughs> it never feels like enough. So I'm working on that. I'm working on gratitude for where I'm at because I just like always am like, I want more. And I was actually on the phone with some of my advisors the other day. And I was like, guys, I haven't been sleeping. Like I need to figure out this next scale. My back is up against the wall. How am I going to scale to this next point? And one of my advisors was like, you do know you're in like a really good place right now. So you can sleep, like you can keep working, but you can also sleep. I'm right. like, no, I can't, you know, cause I'll be up all night. And I'm like, well, shit, you know, my back's up against the wall here. I need to get from this point to this point. Who do I know in this place? And that's just me all the time. Yeah. So I feel like I'm I'm working on also enjoying where I'm at. But I will say it's very difficult for me because I'm always like, you know, a few steps ahead, which I think is like common for a founder, you know? A hundred percent. I feel like that message is to most founders, like they're starving, they're scrapping, they're trying to move things forward. They're trying to make material progress every day. And that's the ceiling, right? Is when you don't necessarily, for a lot of startups, have capital, it's time and finding the right people to help move your idea forward and support you. And it feels like through your humble beginnings, you came into this journey, I mean, passionately motivated to 
champion something. And Viper Girls, it feels like it's like, like the epitome of like all these things and like in terms of your experiences that have driven you to where you are today. Thank you. We have definitely been working with more to go, but I'm really proud of the girls and I'm super proud of where we're at. Um, for our audience, again, I just want to th- thank Celeste, CEO founder of Viper Girls, based here in the Los Angeles community, looking to go. It seems like just geographically local, but probably internationally. It's, it's a business that can't be stopped. And on our next podcast, we get something. We've got to talk about some Drake stories and some really cool stories we want to share with the audience. But for now, I have lots of those. <laughs> you know, thank you so much again for your time and connecting with the audience. Of course. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. I want to thank our audience and all the trailblazers out there for joining us on an exhilarating journey through the world of technology and innovation. Remember, the power to change the game is in your hands. Stay charged, stay inspired, and keep breaking barriers. Because we're just getting started on this launch journey with all of these startups. Join us next time for another episode filled with sparks of brilliance and boundless opportunities. And until then, keep dreaming big, stay curious, and keep pushing the boundaries. Together, we'll shape a future that's brighter, bolder, and more inclusive. Keep that energy high, and see you on the next episode of the Launch Podcast. Be well.